At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VEASAN Primetime, the show you know and love. Femi Abebefe filling in for Tim Murray, who's enjoying some much-needed time off. Sean King, Super Bowl champion quarterback, two-lane great, and overall just great guy. Buddy, how we doing? I'm good, man. Man of the people. Uh, was out in the community today. The weather's finally... <laughs> Feeling Vegas-like, which is a good thing. Uh, if you see you the go. groundhog, make sure you tell him just to relax. Yeah, chill. It's been quite chilly here. Uh, I know where it did start to warm up, though, Femi, and that's in the pockets of some of these guys in the National Football League. Ooh. Man! Some guys are getting paid. Well, we're going to get into all of that here shortly, but we're going to hang out with you guys over the next three hours. Make sure to tweet at the show, at VEASAN Live on Twitter, at RealSeanKing is where you can find Sean, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. Coming up, Von Dalzell, NBC Sports Edge, will join us in 15 minutes. He's been red hot on the show with his plays. We'll give out some college basketball picks here shortly. Nick Al- Alberga, Sirius XM NHL Fantasy in 45 minutes, going over tonight's NHL card. Rick Kamla of Sirius XM NBA at 4.15 as we break down all the happenings on the hardwood. Nui Scruggs, NBC Dallas in 90 minutes. Ooh. Ooh, we're we're going to talk about my my Cowboys. We're going to talk about my Cowboys, Sean. <laughs> Nui's going to set me straight on the Dallas Cowboys, although I'm not that optimistic heading into this season. We'll discuss that later. Doug Ellen, though, creator of HBO's Entourage and host of Victory, the podcast. Big day for Doug's New York Giants as they go ahead and give out some money to Daniel Jones, then tag Saquon Barkley. We'll discuss that coming up later on in the program. But, Sean, you mentioned it. A lot of guys getting paid in the NFL, but one guy who's not getting paid, and that's where we'll start this thing, mm-hmm. over in Baltimore, 
the Ravens officially tag Lamar Jackson, the non-exclusive tag, meaning that it's $32 million, a little bit more than that roughly. But although the big caveat is that Lamar can go out and seek a contract from another team and the Ravens have a chance to match that if they so choose or receive two first-round picks. Yeah, this was interesting for me because I said we had Quadra Ishmael on the show uh, who's the uh, color analyst for the uh, Ravens broadcast there in Baltimore. And I said Lamar had played his last game as a Raven. To me, this solidifies it. I mean, this just – this tells me that the Ravens have basically said, okay, this is what we think you're worth. If you can get more, go get it. And to do an MVP like that, especially one that's negotiating his own yeah. side of the, the deal, this human form that we exist in, Femi, I don't know – if you can, you know, move past those kind of scars that this negotiation has created, which is why I don't think Lamar or any other professional athlete should represent themselves until you're on the, I mean, absolute backside of your career because negotiations are always insulting on some level. because That's why they're a negotiation. Uh, one side is trying to get the bar best bargain they can get. The other side is trying to get the maximum they can get. And it takes some back and forth to get to that perfect number but I just don't understand and we're going to get into this today why a team would want Aaron Rodgers more than Lamar Jackson after <clears throat> what has transpired today Lamar's younger I think he's more committed to actually trying to win a championship you could say that actually during the regular season Rodgers has been more dependable you know Lamar's mm -hmm. gotten injured a little bit but how much of that is just not being willing at the way he was being compensated to play through some things that maybe he could have performed, you know, through if he felt like that they, that the, they thought his value was what it was worth. You know how yeah. as a professional athlete, if you feel like you underpaid, then you're not going out there if your ankle hurt. I just that's just the reality, folks. It's not happening. So if you're the Jets and you can get, don't the Jets have two first rounders this year? The, I, I don't know if they have two first rounders, but I believe they do have their first round. Right. I, I mean, if you're a team out there with two first rounders, or if you're the Jets, and I mean, you can clean slate and be through. I mean, that makes more sense, you know, with the defense they have than Aaron Rodgers, who, I mean, you're gonna have to worry about is he coming to OTAs? You're gonna have to worry about is he gonna retire at the end of this first year of the deal? You know, so we'll see. I, I thought this was fascinating. I've said it. Um, now it's about, at least from a betting standpoint, where is the most likely destination and what does that do to that team's chances next year from a division standpoint, from a conference standpoint, and from a Super Bowl standpoint? I think that's obviously the, the obvious next question about which team would be inclined to go ahead and give those two first-round picks in addition to whatever contract Lamar would want here. But the interesting part of that note, though, Sean, is that we've seen a number of teams. Now, these are just reports on social media, so you always have to take these with a grain of salt. But already, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Raiders, the Dolphins, and the Commanders have reportedly said that they're not going to pursue Lamar Jackson. What's your takeaway there? Like, What do you read into that, the fact that these teams have come out and said, hey, we're not really interested, or at least reportedly have come out and said it. I don't think nothing has been official, but just the people who have covered those teams have talked to folks in the building and says that's not something we're interested in. Well, it's fascinating because I have not actually picked up the phone and called any of the executives that I'm very close with in the National Football League to ask about the temperature surrounding Lamar Jackson because I've always presumed that the Baltimore Ravens will get it done. Mm -hmm. But I will do that this week because this could actually be enlightening for Lamar. You know, especially yeah. considering 
what looked like the just immense uh, popularity that Deshaun Watson created when he finally was available to be signed. If he had more value than Lamar has, then something's wrong with, with all a whole his lot of too. people, right, in the National <laughs> yeah. Football League. So, I mean, Lamar is looking at that, and, I mean, there has to be someone that wants a NFL MVP that's still in his 20s. You would think. I mean, he's 20, 26 years old. And right. He has the resume to back it up. A regular season MVP, 45 and 16 as a starter. I mean, like, that's almost like a 70% clip winning percentage. The Ravens win when he's on the field, and then when he's not on the field, they end up losing those games. And that's probably the biggest thing what people will point to is that the last two seasons, Lamar has been unable to finish the regular season dealing with a number of injuries. Now, this past season, I felt like it was a little bit more fluky because he got hurt in the pocket. Mm -hmm. Like It wasn't like he was running around all over the place. He got hurt in the pocket, but you can still point to the last two years. He has not been there at the most important time of the season. I would guess that that's also playing a factor into this as well and also teams not wanting to really set the precedent of giving out the Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed deal. I mean, if Lamar is not worth it, then I just don't know who is. Who is? Uh, I just – this is going to be fascinating for me. If you're Miami – I mean, I don't think there could be a better fit. You get He comes back home. Yeah, going home. You know, you put him in a situation where he has the arm talent to get the ball down the field to Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell. I mean, he immediately makes Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson better running backs just because mm -hmm. of the threat, you know, of him keeping the ball in those situations. I just – it makes too much sense for Miami. You have a quarterback in Tua. I mean, there's no way you can sign Tua to a long-term deal with the concussion thing, you know, sitting right on top of you. So – I don't. This is going to be fascinating. I, I'm I'm searching for those of you listening, watching, because I want to give you some actual actionable betting advice. Yep. So I'm going to make some calls and I'm going to see if I can find out. You know, see if my little birdie will tell me who's <laughs> hot on the trail of a, a 26 year old already NFL MVP. Right now, over at BetMGM, the Ravens are 20 to one to win the Super Bowl. But some of these suitors, like an Atlanta Falcons, they're 66 to one. We've seen those odds starting to shorten a little bit. There's places here in, in town, in Vegas, where they're 100 to one to win the Super Bowl. That would obviously change if they were able to get Lamar Jackson, their team. Is this a spot to where do you kind of ignore these reports? And I, I don't think Washington would be in on Lamar, but Miami and Atlanta are the two teams that really jump out to me. Of like, hey, this makes a lot of sense for you if you're looking to move on from your quarterbacks and you're looking to kind of solidify that position. I feel like these teams, even though they're saying or they're telling people, these beat writers, that they're not interested, I feel like they're kind of sneakily still interested here. Maybe they're kind of <clears throat> negotiating with the Ravens through the media and through some of these tweets. I definitely think Atlanta should be. Terry Fontenot was a kid that I recruited to Tulane. Oh, He's is now he? the general manager, <laughs> yes, of the Falcons. Call they should up, be. Man. I mean, <laughs> they, they absolutely should be. This takes a team that nobody cares about and makes them nationally relevant. Yeah. It upgrades a position where they have – no one that I like. I said last year, I'm not a Desmond Ritter guy. I didn't know why they brought Marcus Mariota in. That didn't make any sense to me. If you're going to draft Desmond Ritter, then give him the whole season and, and just mm -hmm. find out what you have. Like, you know, I don't feel like he's a guy that's going to get better three years from now. You know, he kind of just is what he is. The Miami Dolphins publicly saying this actually is one that I truly believe because I do believe that that owner still feels like, you know what, we don't have a first-round pick this year because yep. they said we tamper with Tom Brady. <laughs> I haven't stopped chasing and pursuing Tom Brady, who's now living in Miami, Miami. because that's where his children are. So I can see the Dolphins 100% yeah. publicly separating themselves from any veteran quarterbacks because they want Brady. 
Jeff Darlington, though, of ESPN, he said that the Dolphins will not be pursuing Lamar Jackson or any other starting QB this offseason. Multiple sources tell me, as one source said, quote, Mike McDaniel fully believes Tua is the perfect fit for his system. Yeah, Mike McDaniels, yeah, he's that, – that's not correct. That's not accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're calling, yeah. you're calling nonsense on Yeah, I'm calling nonsense. <laughs> and if he believes that, he should be fired immediately. You don't like Mike McDaniel. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't think Tua is a good fit for with the personnel they have. They need a rocket arm quarterback to really take advantage of Tariq Hill and Jalen Waddle. If you're going to bring an asset in, if you're going to create uh, a roster that has that much of the cap at wide receiver, then you best darn well better have somebody that can fully utilize it, and that's not Tua. No offense to Tua. I think Tua's a kid with a lot of great intangibles. Mm-hmm. He has some moxie, but he's not a big arm guy. He can't push the ball down the field consistently at a level that it would take to utilize Tyreek and Jalen. So if Mike McDaniel's saying that, then he's allowing his his friendship with Tua to get in the way of what's best for business, and that's a terrible thing. Last year, the Dolphins were 9-8. and eight. Tua was in and out of the lineup due to the concussions. If they had Lamar starting on the, their team last year, Oh, they're easily right? 11-12 win team. 11, Never forget this. Team. Brian Flores, he risked it all and has been non-apologetic about Tua can't lead you to a championship. That was the entirety of the friction down in Miami. Flores did not believe in Tua. Seems like Mike McDaniel does. He'll be fired shortly. (laughs) They made the playoffs in year one, so they did something (laughs) all right. We'll talk more quarterback carousel. Daniel Jones getting the big deal. Aaron Rodgers with the visit with the Jets. But Von Dalzell joins us next year to break down some college hoops. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Primetime. Hanging out here on a Tuesday afternoon in Las Vegas. Tuesday evening for our friends out on the East Coast. Femi Abebefe in for Tim Murray. Sean King in his usual spot there. Saluting the betting public. As uh, Sean, we got some games going on in college hoops Champ Week is here. How has Champ Week treated you? I know you have some plays. We'll get to those plays in this next segment. But uh, overall, it feels like we're kind of the slow buildup is coming here as the real tournaments start to really get going tomorrow all the way throughout the end of the weekend. Yeah, I made a mistake today. Uh, I completely forgot that once these games start, they take the futures off the boards for Mm -hmm. the conference tourney. So a little frustrated here as I parouse and peruse (laughs) I was about to make a couple plays, but I guess I have to yeah. do it tonight when the games come to conclusion. Luckily, none of the teams that I was going to play have played yet. are playing in the first round of the game. So we're going to get to Von Dalzell here. Uh, yeah, we, 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 we have a lot to get to. Right. Let's bring in our guest, Von Dalzell, NBC Sports Edge. Talk a little hoops, college hoops, NBA. Von is ready to go. Love the energy, Von. Hope all is well. Let's start off with the WCC because the championship game coming up later tonight. Two ranked teams, St. Mary's, Gonzaga at last check. The Bulldogs, two and a half point favorites. Uh, what do you like in the WCC tonight later on in Vegas? Yeah, I'm sure you guys have probably heard uh, Tim Murray's spill about the rollover money line parlays, especially with Gonzaga. I was one of those people, too, that was like, I'm not going to roll over Gonzaga's money line. I'm going to straight up just play them. <laughs> to win the conference twilight title. And I saw this morning the odds, and I'm like, oh, I could have just did the money line rollover. It would have been the exact same, <laughs> pretty much. But I do like Gonzaga in this spot still. I mean, offensively, they've been elite over the past month and a week. 
Uh, they've been the best offensive team in the country, number three in Bartorvik's system. St. Mary's just outside the top 25. So uh, the last meeting you saw them switch up how they're playing some defensive strategies against each other, and it really worked out in Gonzaga's favor. But solely too much offense. This is a conference that they own. St. Mary's, this is the best scales team we've had in some time, but I don't think they're good enough to beat this Gonzaga team, who is as hot as they've been all season. So, yeah, give me the Bulldogs. So here's what's interesting. To me and Tim, just for full context and disclosure, we have a cigar bet on the line here. I, of okay. course, have a Gonzaga. I have St. Mary's, and he has Gonzaga. Vaughn, talk me through this, because everybody's on this Gonzaga train, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Outside of beating St. Mary's on February 25th, I mean, they beating up on Chicago State, San Francisco, San Diego, Pepperdine, Loyola Marymount, Santa Clara, like, I mean, this hadn't been like a murderer's row, you know, where they allegedly, you know, turned their season around. Are they really the goods or are they just beating up on what actually is a a rather down year in this particular conference? Yeah, I I definitely think it's a down year where the top two teams are clearly the best. I mean, that's not a discussion whatsoever. But when you look at Gonzaga, earlier in the season, they had those wins over Michigan State the Kentucky, Xavier's, and you were impressed with them. But after that, they started – the thing with me is they started scoring 70 and 80 points in a lot of games. And that's not Gonzaga basketball, Sean. You know they're a 90-point-plus type of team. Chicago State, did I play that team total over 90 and a half? Yeah, because they're scoring 100. But I understand (laughs) that they're a cupcake team by all means of it. But they definitely had some resume-building wins early in the season. And it looks – it appears that they got back to that aggressive offense that can score any way and play any pace that they want. So I think that's the factor. Uh, you can't really hold it. I just had this conversation on another network about VCU and the A-10 and how I say they could be, if they don't win the A-10, being 19-3 and three in your last 22 games is good enough to get you in as a 12 seed, being how good they were. You can't hold Gonzaga's and VCU's against who's in their conference because they can't control that. Not everyone has money like USC or UCLA to fly across the country and join the Big Ten. It'll be uh, right. so. You know, I understand that, but I like Gonzaga. Vaughn, it'll like be interesting as we get into the tournament. Because, Femi, this is the first year they haven't had a Jalen Suggs yeah. or a Chet Holmgren or Andrew Nimbert or, you know, one of those yeah, elite like, lottery pick type guys. So it's going to be fascinating to see. Yeah, also to Vaughn's point, though, Gonzaga did beat Alabama in Mo- in Birmingham, I believe it was. And that's kind of like a neutral site game that was clearly yeah, favoring the Tide. So they put up a 100 spot on the Tide, mm. who everybody seems to love. Well, not as much anymore over the last uh, few weeks here. Yeah. Uh, we're speaking with Vaughn Dalzell, NBC Sports Edge, talking all things college troops. Uh, Vaughn, I know you have a play in the America East game that's tipping off in less than an hour. Bingham, Binghamton and Vermont Catamounts laying 15 and a half total, 138. Yeah, today's all about, besides Gonzaga, is fading bad teams. I'm on uh, Boston College right now. I don't understand how I'm sweating this one out against Louisville, but here we are. Because <laughs> Boston <laughs> College upset some big dogs in the last two and a half weeks. <laughs> a little inflated. You know, I saw the five and a half, and I'm like, you know, even at five and a half, it's still a good bet. But ideally, it could have been bigger against Louisville. But you saw Louisville come on the first half and play like their season. Uh, you know, it's a fresh start for them. But we know it's just an early exit, so... See you later, Cardinals. Uh, we'll head to Vermont. I think they're going to cover against Binghamton. If you if you follow the NBC Sports Edge website, I put them out 13 and a half last night. I knew it would move to 15, but out to 15 and a half. It becomes more of a half unit play. But gentlemen, if you don't know about my catamount squad, I say my catamounts because <laughs> I was on them all last year. This team is head above heels over the American East. All right, it's a Gonzaga situation where they were better than all their teams. But Vermont won the American East last year, three games. 
by an average of 37.3 points per game. Wow. What did they do in the first round of this tournament? 84 to 57 dub. And they've already beat Bennington up by 11 and 25 points this year. Vermont's the easily, easily the best team in the American East. And I played them to win the conference at minus 150, paid that price. And I think they just sweep everybody, clean up house by double digits. Well, Vermont clears. You like them uh, as a sneaky dark horse team in the tournament in the first round? Last year, last year they were. Last year I took them against Arkansas to cover. I thought there was uh, upset potential. They covered in the very last like 20 seconds of that game like a mid-major would. Uh, but this year they are definitely a tier below what they were last year. They yeah. had a lot more experience, better shooting and rebounding in size. This team shorter, a little wider, but they can shoot. Uh, so we'll see what happens with them. But I definitely think they were a better team last year. Well, let's go over to the NBA, where I know you have a play in tonight's game between the Charlotte Hornets and the New York Knicks, the red-hot New York Knicks. Yeah. Knicks tape stand up out there at MSG. New York, nine-point favorites, total 224. But you're isolating a team total in the first half. What do you like and why? Yeah, spread's a little too big for me. I know Sean was still in the last Knicks play we had over here. Uh, they had the little buzzer beater, Julius Randle. So I said, you know, might as well run it back because this team is hotter than anyone in the NBA right now. I'm not going to talk about their Eastern Conference uh, potential in the playoffs, but tonight the first half team total over 60.5 is the play. I was on the Sixers last night for similar reasons against the Pacers. The Hornets are one of the worst defenses in the first half in the NBA, allowing over 60 points per game. But over the last three, it's 65 points per game they've allowed. And it's 57, 64, and 70 they let up. And you look at the Knicks, over this nine-game winning streak, they're averaging an NBA-best 65 points per game in the first half. Over the last three, 81, 74, and 50 half, 55 for 70 per, points per game. I love quickly. I love the pace of playing with. Doesn't even matter if Brunson's in or out tonight. Uh, Knicks clean up in the first half. Whether or not they cover the spread, I don't care, gentlemen. Just give me that 61 <laughs> piece in the first half. You did mention big picture, though. And, you know, I asked... You know, some of the people here on the network, you know, Jonathan Von Tobel and some of those guys that, that are, are the uh, NBA experts. When you just look at the matchups, the Knicks match up really well with the Sixers and the Celtics. I don't know about how well they match up with Milwaukee, but. Yeah, I was going to say that's the issue. I, th I think if Milwaukee. They can, if they can avoid Milwaukee, and if Middleton gets hurt, I don't love Milwaukee. Like, I love yeah. him when Middleton's healthy and being Chris Middleton, but he hadn't been that. Chris Middleton a lot the last year and a half, two years. Are the Knicks worth a flyer, though, to just win the East? Yeah, the more I think about it, because I thought that game against the Celtics was a big indicator, because not the first one when they played without Jalen Brown and the Knicks beat them. I thought, you know, okay, everyone's talking about how the Knicks match up well against them. Well, let's see it a little healthier with Jalen Brown back in the fold. But then the Celtics didn't have Robert Williams or Brogdon either. So we haven't seen how well they can match up when the Celtics are fully, fully healthy. But I still think... What we've seen pace-wise, if the Knicks make someone pay to play to their pace, it's they're a very dangerous team. But the Bucs are a team, when they're playing, like at the Knicks' uh, fast tempo, Giannis cannot be stopped in transition. And if they're playing slow pace, I don't know who's out-rebounding Giannis on a night-to-night -night basis there either. So I still think the Bucs are the clear team in the East. I've been moving off the Celtics as a big Celtics supporter. But, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and discredit the Knicks. They're the hottest team in the NBA. So they're going to be the talk. But right now, I still think they're the fourth, the fourth best team in the East behind the Sixers as well. Oh, the Knicks are a game and a half back of the four seed behind the Cleveland Cavaliers. Could be on fire at the Mecca later on this spring for the playoffs. He is Von Dalzell. He's always on fire. NBC Sports Edge. Make sure you check him out. Von, we appreciate the time. As always, be well.
Thank you so much. Best of luck tonight. Let's get this money. Hey, there we go. I'm on Manuel dollar, quickly. Dollar bills, Sixth man of the year. Hey. Brunson, most improved player. I'm the biggest Knicks fan at this network. I cash it. Let's hope both of them cash. We'll try to cash on the other side. This is VSIN Primetime. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from VEASAN experts like Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops peterson Sign up today to get the betting guides plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Primetime. Femi Abebefe hanging out with Sean King here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, what are your plans for Selection Sunday, Sean? I know last year you were uh, going, going we were swimming. In the pool you were going year. swimming last yeah, year, buddy. So, uh... You, you, I haven't you heard that out. I haven't heard. I, I didn't figure out what I was doing last year to like that Thursday. So, so, so um, maybe we'll do some cannonballs. Maybe, maybe yeah, not. Maybe they send it by email. I don't check my email. So I haven't, I, if, if I am supposed to be doing something Sunday, I, I don't know about it yet. So memo to the bosses, text Sean. Yeah, it generally gets to me a lot quicker than that email thing. <laughs> Selection Sunday is coming up, though. College basketball obviously taking center stage. Like we mentioned, make sure to check out the college basketball guides if you're betting on stuff in the spread or trying to fill out bracket pools. Bracket pools are a very big deal around the country in addition to now the betting. It makes March a lot of fun. And, and this, these next couple of weeks, also we get the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight here in Vegas. It's like we almost get back-to-back -back big weekends here with the with the tournament going on. Yeah, I'm fired up. Plus, it's wide open. Like, I mean, very much is. It is wide open. Like, I would not be surprised if a Texas A&M or a Marquette or somebody sitting there in the Final Four, Man. you know, with a legit shot to win it. Because I just think the Blue Bloods have been extremely inconsistent. Mm -hmm. So you can generally you can lay your hat on. Well, you know, Duke or Kansas or yeah. Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Somebody's got like a roster with three lottery picks. And you know, it's going to take a miracle to beat them. Not this year. Not this year. You know, those teams, they got good players, but not great. Uh, a lot of people are trying to sell me on this UCLA stock. I don't believe in the Bruins at really? all. Really? Even though the metrics love them, I don't believe in them at all. Wow. They look fantastic the other night, spanking my Arizona Wildcats. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I'm playing the Arizona Wildcats to win the Pac-12 tourney. I, I am in full fade mode <laughs> on UCLA. I don't hate that play, actually, for Arizona to win the Pac-12 tourney because I mean, UCLA has a Jalen Clark, I believe. He's going to miss the whole tournament that came out earlier today. We'll see if he can get going for the actually NCAA tournament. But UCLA, I mean, they defend. They take care of the basketball, you know. Tiger Campbell, you know, they got veteran guys. Tiger Campbell I mean, might be the most overrated guy in college basketball. He can't finish <laughs> at the rim. He doesn't consistently knock down jumpers. I mean, he's okay on defense, but he's he's height limited, so it's not yeah. like he can guard a big a team with a big backcourt. So, I mean, he's been there a long time. He's got cool yes. hair. He's been to the final four. That's what I put in my evaluation and write up about him. He's got nice hair. <laughs> He's got cool hair. It looks like he's wearing one of them big hats. Have you seen the big hats that people got on now? That's what it looks like. Yeah, you wore one at the Super Bowl, I huh? did. I okay. did. I did. Uh, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah, very Why uncomfortable. Why is everyone wearing them then if they're uncomfortable? 
well, you know, I'm, I'm a team player. Yeah, so, you know, it was our first Sacrifice. like public, like, uh, <laughs> kind of event that we did with DraftKings. So, yep. you know, you know, man of the people. Sacrifice, you know? right. yes. Someone has to put their hand up. Sean King will so be the guy. I, I got it. I'll do it. <laughs> be the one that does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, I know we had Houston on the betting guide cover. Is that the jinx of the Houston Cougars? They're I don't think so. Number one team, yeah. they defend their ass. And I off. think they I have a legit shot to win it. I'm just not taking 6-1 because, again, last three, four minutes of the game, if it's a tight game, I don't really trust Houston on offense. Like, if they can't overwhelm you defensively and get out and run and, you know, create separation, you know, I don't know that I love them in a half court. Got to make, you know, shots on the last three, four possessions. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think they're a team that's going to – get knocked out at some point because of their inability to really be efficient offensively in their sets. They broke my heart last year. But they didn't have against, anybody to get the score. Against Nova, man. I, yeah. I was convinced. Once they beat Arizona, I was like, this is the team. This is their year. They're going to go ahead and do it. And then they just – what, they make like nine field goals yeah, against it, Villanova? I just, just – same. I, the same way I felt about Texas Tech and Houston last year, I feel about Houston this year. How do, you, do you have anything in the ACC? We do have Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, and Nova. So, Your buddy is fighting Irish, who typically sits in the seat that I'm sitting in. Yeah, shout out to uh, catching six and a half. Coach Bray, they made us some money. Uh, we took them uh, versus Pittsburgh in uh, Bray's last home game. He was going to some bar called the Linebacker yes. that he had never been to in his 20 plus years of being the head coach there. So I figured he was going to buy at the bar. He'd only want to do it after a win. So we made a little money. Uh, Notre Dame stinks. Yeah, I don't <laughs> believe in them at all. I have my. Uh, Honorary Duke to win the ACC wager. I don't really believe in it, but because of my something to root for, diehard loyalty to the Duke men's basketball program, <laughs> I, I can't afford for them to actually win it and not be accurate. I was pretty surprised because I think like they're the second or third choice in the futures odds in the ACC to uh, win this tournament, and I think they might have been the favorites. Uh, There's some places that had them as the favorite. I want to say to win it all or to win the ACC tournament. Right. I thought it was. Um, not Virginia. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, we'll talk the board now because yeah. the game is going. Yeah. Games are going on. Uh, but I mean, people like them. They like. We're them. getting better. We're still a year away. Filipowski, he's pretty good. Eh. You're not a fan. He's okay. You said that about Paulo though. Now he's about to run away with Rookie of the Year. Yeah. So Paulo for me was more. I just think he was playing out of position. My thing with Filipowski, he's got to get stronger at the rim. For a big guy, he, he misses a lot of layups. You know, and I watch every shot of Duke basketball. So. I see it all. Now, he's talented, skilled. I would like him to finish a little more at the rim than he does. But, hey, I even saw Derek Lively do something that looked like he was a good basketball player. So, uh, I'm cool with it. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the talent is there, at Uh, least. Allegedly on paper it is. It didn't look like it early in the year. But, I mean. (laughs) I saw him do something productive. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, I was like, okay. (laughs) We got something here. (laughs) Right. I mean, and and the way, way, they only got to win, what, three games? Because, like. The top four seeds get double buys in the ACC tournament. Like, I mean, likely going to meet Miami in the semifinals. But, and Miami's good, but the problem I don't think is, you should be scared of them. The problem is they could lose to Pitt or beat Pitt. They could lose to Miami or beat Miami. Like, they're capable of losing to anybody in the conference, and they're capable of beating anyone in the conference. This is extremely frustrating. Yeah. What do you think about North Carolina? I mean, North Carolina was pretty much – this season pretty much mirrors – their regular season from last yep. year. Nobody had them on the radar. They beat Duke at Cameron in Coach K's last game. Turned the and, season around. You know, then they, they got hot. You know, went into the <sighs> tournament as, what, an eight or nine seed, I think they were. They were eight seed. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're in the national title game. Same team for the most part, except for uh, Manic, yep. who, who's not there, and they miss him dearly because 
You know, this current group shoots like the basket's moving. He was somebody that could knock down consistent jump shots. But any any interest in taking North Carolina to kind of duplicate what they did last year? This year, no. Uh, I think they're going to try to flip that light switch back on. No electricity. Oh, okay. Lights are out. I'm with you. I, I, lights are out. I, I just they, – they don't play, like, together. And, and it almost feels like it's just kind of guys that are out there doing – like, Caleb Love might be doing his own thing. R.J. Davis might be doing his own thing. Sometimes they don't even get the ball to Baycott in long stretches of periods. So I just think that they're lost completely, which I think is a surprise to a lot of people. But I think going into this college basketball season, I felt I was like, all right, it just feels like we're overrating them just based off of one month of basketball. They were last. preseason number one. They were right? number one. Yeah. And and I get it. it's like okay, well they brought back four guys from a final four from a national title runner-up team, but it's like okay, but that team was also an eight seed, and they also. Ha- were an eight seed after getting hot, and they got hot in the tournament. Also played St. Mary's in the Elite Eight, so like things broke their way. They were not a legitimate national front runner or national runner up, I should say. So, so it's, I'm surprised that they're this bad, but I'm not surprised that they took a significant step backwards from last year. So I did take Duke to win the ACC tournament. I think I got it around four fifty-five to one, somewhere up in that range. But I want to talk to you about another conference that I think is fascinating. That's the Big East. So I'm kind of torn because there's so much value when you look at the futures for the Big East tournament. And I think it's wide open. I think UConn is the odds-on favorite. No one should be. Marquette can win it. Creighton can win it. A lot of people think now that Villanova's fully healthy. Mm -hmm. They're the play. Do you have a strong opinion uh, in the Big East? I would lean toward Creighton because I like them defensively. They also have the ability to – they can play multiple styles, I feel like. They can play the slow-it-down, half-court, grind-it-out game. They can play the up-and-down game because they have enough offensively to keep up with teams scoring-wise. I think Creighton, just based on where they're at in the bracket as well, because they avoid Marquette, they avoid UConn, they avoid Providence until the championship game, they would only have to beat, I mean, Xavier, who I'm not high on. I'm not a big fan of Xavier, and the odds will tell you that right there. They're the two-seed, but they're 5-1 to one to win the conference tournament. I think Creighton has a pretty decent path to get to the championship Saturday night. So here's where I battle because I, I initially was like, okay, I'm going to take Marquette to win the NCAA, but not the Big East. So mm. I was going to play Creighton and Villanova, and then I look at it, and they're going to play in the second round more than likely. So I would, I don't have a chance to get both to the title game. Mm. So you, you're forced to choose: do you let, take Villanova now if they're healthy, or do you back Creighton? And Villanova's just slightly better odds. Yeah. But nope. a lot of people were high on Creighton preseason. And I think people were right about Creighton preseason. I think it just went way overboard. Like, like people just hopped onto this bandwagon and were like, oh, Creighton, Creighton, Creighton. And all of a sudden they were top five preseason or whatever they were and they're 20 to one. But now that they've kind of dipped back down, I think this is the time to kind of get in on Creighton to maybe make a run because they check a lot of the boxes of teams that make deep runs in the tournament. Coming up on the other side, let's talk some hockey. Puckstradamus has some questions for Nick Alberga. We'll discuss it next year on VEASAN Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is offering college basketball fans a chance to pocket extra cash winnings all season long. Just log into your BetMGM account to receive your college basketball parlay boost token. Then place a college basketball parlay with a minimum of four legs using the token. If the parlay hits, you'll have your winnings boosted. New to BetMGM, download the app and sign up now to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Take your shot at making a big win even bigger. Place your four-leg parlay today and boost the excitement of college basketball like never before with a college basketball parlay boost token. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Get all that, Sean? Got it all. There we go. Excellent. I right, so want to make sure you're comprehending what we're putting down. Enunciation was proper. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Speech class is paid <laughs> off, huh? Uh, <laughs> welcome back. This is VEASAN Primetime. Femi at Bebefe hanging out with Sean King here at the VEASAN Studios in downtown Las Vegas. And joining us now to talk a little hockey, we go to the ice. We bring in our guy, Nick Albergas of Sirius XM NHL Fantasy. Nick Thank you for taking the time out to talk with us this evening. And before we get into your place for today, I just kind of wanted to ask you a general question because as somebody who doesn't follow hockey as often, I'm curious because I hear all about the Boston Bruins and their dominance this season. Who do you think is the biggest threat to the Bruins in the Eastern Conference? 
Uh, great question because so many teams loaded up at the deadline. And once again, great to be on with you guys. Um, I think polling me right now, it's still the Carolina Hurricanes. I guess I should preface by saying Carolina was my pick to win the Stanley Cup going into this season. I wasn't crazy about their deadline activity. I did like the Shane Goss' spare pickup. They pick up Jesse Pugliarvi, more of a flyer. They were involved in some of the bigger names and didn't come home with the likes of Timo Meyer. But I think on paper and certainly... Um, you know, as we saw on Sunday where they steamrolled the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're a force to be reckoned with. So that's probably my answer is Carolina, just more the way they stack up with the Boston Bruins man for man. You know, it's interesting because I think being in the East is going to be their biggest impediment. Yeah. You know, the East is so much better this year than the West. And from as far as quality at the top, I mean, you're going to have to go through some some really Stanley Cup caliber teams, you know, to win it. Is, is it all about seeding this year come Eastern Conference playoffs? Like, our team's going to start jockeying to kind of get in a different spot for that first round, potentially not have to play Boston or Tampa in the second. You know, can you see that happening? Because you don't hear about that a lot in the NHL. No, uh, and I watch basketball. It always happens in the NBA, but I always <laughs> say be careful what you wish for. Um, and I, I cover the Leafs, obviously, on a daily basis. At this point, I don't think they care who they play because they lose to everybody in the first round, as we know. <laughs> but um, I, I think if you're in a position where you're picking your opponent, I, I think it's dangerous considering, and we talk about betting obviously all the time on these airways, how hard it is to handicap the NHL. I don't care who's playing who. So if you get in that type of situation in the Eastern Conference and teams would never obviously admit to that, I, I think it's a slippery slope. One through eight, I think you could probably make a case for all the eight teams who end up making the Stanley Cup playoffs here in the Eastern Conference. At least six of them are going to be juggernauts, as we know. It's going to be a dogfight. Like, we've talked a lot in my hits with you guys the last couple of weeks about, like, taking flyers, if you will, on future looks. Uh, and I think there's just way more value in the Western Conference because the, the pathway is just way more open. There's just so many good teams in the East, as we know. We're speaking with Nick Alberga of Sirius XM NHL Fantasy. Well, Nick, let's get to the team that you like to lift, Lord Stanley, later on this summer. The Carolina Hurricanes are in Montreal to take on the Canadians. Right now, the Hurricanes minus 350 on the money line total at 60. But uh, I believe you're playing the puck line. I'm playing the puck line. Uh, I love the revenge narrative too. Jesperi Kakanyemi coming off, and I, I mentioned that crazy beatdown of Tampa. He had a goal and four assists randomly. He has not had a good time in, in Carolina so far in terms of point production. He definitely got paid as a top six player. Hasn't proven it thus far. So I'm going to take a look at any Jesperi Kakanyemi prop you can look at. Assists, goals, points, even the shot prop I would sniff at too because he's coming off a really, really good game. And on top of that, he should be motivated returning to the place, the first place he called home in the Bell Center in Montreal. Again, as you mentioned, I think if you're looking at that game for a side, it's clearly Carolina. Uh, Montreal is almost home. Uh, their season's complete. They're going to be in the running for Connor Bedard, who's expected to go first overall. So I like the Canes puck line if you want to look that way. Another prop I would look at as well is Seth Jarvis uh, in terms of his shot prop. Uh, over two and a half shots on goal. He's cleared in seven of 10. I understand he hasn't cleared in three straight, but it is an inferior opponent. And I do think he bounces back in this game tonight. So those are a couple of things to look at. I like it. Uh, you also like another play on a team that I think is kind of sitting in the weeds. They're on a little mm -hmm. losing streak. I think my mm -hmm. Lightning have lost six <laughs> in a row, but I wouldn't trade my 12 to one ticket for anything uh, nope. that I have on the Lightning because I've seen them do this before, then you look up and they're in the Stanley Cup Finals. But they are home tonight, one of the best home ice advantages in hockey, which is ludicrous considering there's not an ice 
uh, pond anywhere in the state of Florida. <laughs> True. But they have the yeah. Flyers coming to town. Who do you like in this game and why? Well, it's clearly uh, Tampa, and I've been to Tampa. I love American Social there. That change is incredible, by the way. If you don't want to go to the arena and want to watch the game somewhere, go to AMSO. We're giving them uh, free publicity yeah, on the right show. Yeah, right there on the pier, man. That big yacht is going to be right there in front of you. Incroyable, incroyable en français, as we say here in Canada. I couldn't believe uh, this is the first five-game winless skid for Tampa since 2014. That's a long-ass time ago. And <laughs> I, I, I'm expecting a bounce back of sorts. I understand it's an inferior opponent in the Philadelphia Flyers. I think you always have to be careful when you play John Tortorella coach teams. You know they're going to give it their all. There's some guys in the Philadelphia roster, namely Tony D'Angelo, who used to be a member of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And... And that's why I'm probably staying away from the money line. Um, but I do, again, having said that, I think if there's a bet to make and that I feel pretty damn good about tonight, it's the puck line. Uh, last I looked around minus 120, as you see on your screen right there. I just expect some sort of bounce back. To your point, it's just been a tough stretch for Tampa. They're surrendering goals left and right. Maybe you look at the under in that game, too, because Vasilevsky has been very, very pedestrian. 14 goals surrendered in his last three outings here. I'm telling you, Vegas did it to him. He, they came here yeah. to play the Golden Knights. He gave up four goals on, like, the first, like, seven shots by Vegas. And, you know, he's been acting strange since. I, I don't know if somebody put something in his drink out here in the beautiful <laughs> city, but, I mean, he needs Let's to get himself not. together. I hope not. I hope that's not the case. But, yeah, I still have faith, clearly, in Andre Vasilevsky. He's the best goaltender on the planet for a reason. And, and to your point, again, it just it's tough to deviate from what we've learned in the last, say, five years in this league that Tampa's pretty much as close to his dynasty as we'll get at least in the last 15 or 20 years. Uh, this is a blip in the radar. I still have the most confidence in that team, considering the players and personnel behind the bench and on that roster to find their game in time for game one. As we know, they're going to play the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round here. Now, Puxodamus has a documented play tonight. I took Toronto, mm -hmm. who's visiting New Jersey. Uh, Toronto 6-2 and two as a road dog. I like the Maple Leafs in the regular season. I always fade them come the postseason. What do you think yep. about tonight's matchup? So right, right there with you when it comes to the postseason, let's get that out there right away. I know they cover that team, but I think until they prove me uh, wrong, then I'm going to continue to fade them in the playoffs. As for this look tonight, I think as a better, and you you put, you know, you get into a better's mind, I think you're looking for value. Of the slate tonight, I think this is where you can extract the most value, and it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, on top of that, um, it, there's always that mentality, um, you know, in sports and stuff, teams coming back from the West Coast and the time difference. They're a three-game road trip complete for New Jersey. It's their first game back. On top of that, the odds are stacked against Toronto. They're without John Tavares. They're without Ryan O'Reilly. I, I think they're going to try to play, obviously, a defensive-minded game. Timo Myers in the mix of the New Jersey Devils. Like Everything leans towards the Devils in this game. But having said that, Toronto was missing like four or five defensemen in November. They went on a crazy run. The team defense was insane. And I, I expect some buy-in from that team. And I think, again, if you're looking for value, it would be the Maple Leafs tonight against New Jersey. Also, um, and... I try to stay away from this. I think the Panthers are actually pretty good at home. But yeah. if you look at what they've done the last two game, 10 games, they've alternated wins and losses. They're coming off of a win versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. So I do think there's value with Vegas tonight as well. Mm. I played it. It's not an official Puxodamus play, but I couldn't pass up the plus, I think, 130 I got. Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, I tend to stay away from Vegas and uh, Florida specifically. I just have no beat on the Panthers. I thought they'd be way better than this, especially in the second half. And I think they're running out of racetrack when it comes to making the Stanley Cup playoffs. 
Just to throw out there as well, a couple shot props as well. Clayton Keller, he's cleared in four or five over two and a half shots on goal against the St. Louis Blues. He's really um, good. The Blues, the Blues aren't the same team. They traded O'Reilly. They've traded other guys. And on top of that, Keller is a Missouri native. So look at that shot prop. And Jaden Schwartz over two and a half around minus 106 is the value I'm seeing. Cleared in five of six. And as we know, the Ducks surrender the most shots on goal per game in the NHL. 39.4, I believe, last I looked. Near, nearly 40 shots on goal a game. So those are a couple shot props to look at as well. Great stuff. Follow him at Golden Muzzy. Nick Alberga. Hey, tell those people in Toronto <laughs> I'm on TSN tomorrow morning. Maple Leafs better come through. I got you. I'll check you out. Take care. All right. Great stuff right. as always, man. Very filling for Tim tonight. It's Visa Prime Time. Cash some tickets, baby. Cash some tickets. Thank you. <laughs>Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.